Hello and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast with your hosts, Tyler W. Moore and Christopher Strong. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the sixth Golden Jamie Awards. You all know Jamie, right? I'm Tyler. And I'm Chris. Tonight's show will be split into two parts. On this first installment, we will be discussing every new film we saw in the year of 2021. After we've done the rundown, in part two, we will go back and forth naming our top five favorite films. Our number one picks will be bestowed the honor of receiving the Golden Jamie Award of 2021. We have a lot of films to go through for part one, and we're sure to have some duplicates between us. So we'll just talk about those uh, together as they come up. And uh, some of which we've already talked about on the podcast, so we don't need to go into detail on those. I should also note there will be no spoilers in these episodes for any of the films discussed. And just as a quick disclaimer, legal disclaimer, um, if you want to pick up your award, you have to find David Young's email and uh, email him and he'll figure it out for you. Yes. Yeah. Just reach out to David Young and uh, any of the filmmakers who received the Golden Jamie. Just reach out to David. Uh, Each award costs $1,000, too. That's true. (laughs) If if it costs $1,000, they should email us, right? Not David. I mean, we don't want him to get any money, right? Well, no, no, he has to pay for the award. Oh, he, oh, David pays yeah, for the, the award. The award costs a thousand. Oh, I understand. Okay, yeah. good. I'm glad we cleared this <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, legally um, speaking, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just a little bit of legal jargon. Yeah. Um. So, how many uh, movies total did you end up with? I didn't count them all. I count. I, I ended up with a, with quite a few more than oh, I expected to actually. I think. I think you because you sent me like a little preview just like with the movies and not like any info yeah, about yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, and I think it was like thirty or something. Yeah, like that's that. about right. I because mean, this year, this year was kind of nice. I was very surprised. Um, but then like whenever like things like HBO Max, Disney Plus, yeah, whatnot, started like releasing movies. Um, you know, I, I don't know, very easy. Netflix had a yeah, movie Netflix, a week. Yeah, yeah like making very. It was very easy to watch a lot of films this year. So, do you want to know how many I watched? How many? Forty. Sixty-two. Sixty-two. Well, uh, pull up a pull, pull up, up a, a chair, chair. folks. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, to David Cantu, who's definitely watching this, uh, pull up a chair, buddy. <laughs> Let's get started. Let's start this off. Uh, my first one was a Netflix documentary called "Crack: Cocaine, Corruption, and Conspiracy." Uh, while this documentary is well put together, it's a little hard to take seriously as it seems to be more interested in shifting the responsibility for crack use than exploring the culture, cultural impact of the drug. I gave it a 4.5. I wasn't too, uh, wasn't too impressed. Did it lose a 0.5 because the name was like an, uh, anagram for the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for it really should have been. They went with three C's instead of like going down just like, <laughs> you have to come up with like five words there, buddy. That, yeah. Um, <laughs> so the U.S. government can do it, you can do it too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my next film was Promising Young Woman. Uh, might be a 2020 movie, but had a wider release in 2021. Fuck you, it's my podcast. A pretty solid flick. It toes a line between brilliant artsy and uh, borderline exploitation film. The movie goes out of its way to disappoint you with some of the narrative elements, and actually, uh, it's actually kind of welcomed. Uh, great direction and stellar cast make this worth your time if you feel like it's up your alley. I gave it a 7.5. Next up, uh, <laughs> one of, one of uh, the many films I saw on HBO Max this year, The Little Things. 
this was a decent crime thriller with a uh, good perform with good performances by good actors. A little anticlimactic, but that kind of seemed to be the point. It's basically if we got uh, Denzel Washington in Seven. Uh, so it's I gave it a seven point five. Next up, we've got Netflix's Malcolm and Marie. The pros. The story, uh, sorry, the movie is shot very well with a great uh, 35 millimeter black and white look. John David Washington is fantastic, as expected. Of course, I love the idea of two characters just hashing things out. Uh, a type of film tailor made for me. Uh, the cons. It could stand to be shorter. Seeing a couple antagonize each other back and forth got exhausting after a little while, especially when you get the sense that they're both in the wrong. <laughs> I gave it a 5.5. Um, next up we have Nomadland. Uh, gave about 45 minutes before I gave up. I like when movies have stories. How the fuck did this win Best Picture? Two. <laughs> Funny story is that I was going to watch this movie until you actually, you messaged me about this. And you're like, I watched yeah, 45 minutes of this film and you're like, I'm done. I'm like, okay, I'll remove this movie from my list. I, I yeah. trust you enough because it wasn't like something that I was interested in anyways. Yeah, it's just it's one like, best picture. So it's, it's like, like, oh, it's like okay, well, it. maybe it's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. not just, I'm all right. Yeah, not good. So the next movie I've got is I Care A Lot. I watched this purely for Rosamund Pike. Uh, pretty decent flick. Mixed feelings about the strength of the ending, but, you know, uh, I gave it a seven. And for me, I watched this movie. It kind of made me like, it made me irrationally angry because like, you know, it was it got a bit goofy in some parts, uh, but it does bring to light a lot of like you know some of the worst abuses that do exist out yes. there. And I really wanted, uh, you really want the main character just to die, <laughs> either by someone's hands or your own. <laughs> it's one of those where it's like you kind of love to hate her. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she's great. She's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Pigger Dinklage, of course, was the main reason I watched this movie. That's oh, like, yeah. that's not true, by the way. <laughs> it's because it was on. I walked downstairs, and uh, my roommate was watching. I was like, well, let's see how this movie is. Anyway, I gave it a uh, seven out of ten. My next movie was The United States versus Billie Holiday. Uh, very well made, but exceptionally unexceptional. This is uh, going to be a theme with movies this year. <laughs> Seeing 62 movies doesn't necessarily mean you saw 62 gems. Um, is this 2018? Or no, what, what year was that? Crap, I had like all the worst films on there. <laughs> I think it was 2016. We watched a lot of bad ones that year. Yeah. Um, so this movie was overly long and had an utter lack of momentum. This should have been much better with everything they had going for it. Uh, I mean, it had a really good cast. It was like, you know, again, you know, it was just, it was very well made, but it just felt like it was lacking a lot. I gave it a five. So this was like not like on my list on my list, but it was like something that I was like, I was like well, maybe this might be good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but maybe I won't check it out. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. My next film was Raya and the Last Dragon. Fun but forgettable. See, the theme continues. Um, not a whole lot to say about this one. I guess that's where I left it. I gave it a five. <laughs> uh, pretty much just a film all about conveniences. Everything comes down to, it just happens that dot, dot, dot. Yep. Uh, probably won't be watching it ever again. I gave it a 5.5. It's probably like the most mediocre Disney movie that they've released in the last several years. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a fair statement. Yeah, they've been yeah, yeah. they've been pumping they've been out good, good movies, yeah, yeah. so it's it's a little disappointing. Yeah. Um. My next one was another Netflix documentary called Biggie. I got a story to tell. Um, a nice documentary featuring friends and family of the notorious B.I.G. telling his life story. Uh, an enjoyable afternoon watch. I gave it a seven point five. My next movie was Coming to America. 
I enjoyed the first one. <laughs> I just wanted to add a pause there. <laughs> Made it about halfway through. Embarrassing. I gave it two. Uh, two Jamies. And uh, I think I watched about five seconds of this film. Yeah. And and then I think uh, I was thinking back. I think because you told me about what you thought about this film, and I was like, Yeah. You know what? I don't. I don't think I go to. I don't want to sit through this. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. Just yeah. Just watch the first one. Yeah. Just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Def- oh yeah, definitely watch the first one. Yeah. It's like whenever he was actually like uh, in, really enjoyable. Like, yeah. You know, well, then again, like he just did. Uh, My name is Dolomite. Yeah. And it was fantastic. Yeah. That was yeah. 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 It's like, what a waste uh, of a comeback. Yeah, yeah like, oh, this is a burner. This is a burner. Eddie yeah. Murphy, you 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 can do it. You can yeah, do yeah, an- yeah, yeah. You can do we another. Good we one. believe in you, and you're watching, and you're your agents too. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my next movie was uh, Hulu's Kid Ninety. Uh, watch this one on a whim. The star of Punky Brewster looks back at her teenage years in the form of diaries and old home movies. Takes a look at the pressures of childhood stardom and the way things change for the better with time. Uh, some of it felt a little lost on me since I didn't know who she was, but I enjoyed its sincerity. I gave it a six. My next film was Nobody. A pretty good action flick. Um, bit of a lull in the middle, but it starts and ends strong. Seems like this was a project that Bob Odenkirk really wanted to do, and I'm glad he got to. I gave it a seven. Um, my next movie was another Netflix documentary. <laughs> I'm going to be saying that a lot, too. Um... <laughs> called The Last Blockbuster. A very mildly entertaining documentary about the last blockbuster video store in the world. A little bit of fun here and there, but ultimately a little dull. I also find some of the interviewees incredibly annoying. I gave it a six. You know, everyone who, uh, this, I also watched this movie, yeah. um, everyone who went to Blockbuster remembers waiting through like all the massive catalogs of films available to you. It's a nostalgic look back. And it's interesting to see people, especially the manager struggle, Mm-hmm. To try to keep this place this place open, you know, still profitable. I give it a seven. It's yeah, as, you know, especially this year, because um, like Redbox has almost become like a non-option for watching movies unless you want to watch them. Like I think they they take a few months to come out to Redbox Redbox now. Mm. Um, so unless you're wanting to spend exorbitant amounts <laughs> to rent movies i mean like man video stores are sorely missed right now yeah i miss family video so bad yeah so my next movie was bad trip um wasn't sure what to expect but i came out pleasantly surprised i love the eric andre show and this basically felt like a movie version done very well i'm not usually into hidden camera prank movies but this one did it for me i gave it an eight <laughs> Um, my next movie that potentially could have been your top five <laughs> Chris it sat in my top five for most of the year <laughs> I was oh, Lord. so I was so, I was like man I can't believe the Eric Andre prank movie is gonna be in my top five it's just gonna be there um, my next movie was Godzilla vs. Kong uh, we already talked about it a bit on the podcast well at least I did but uh, just a couple notes, a little too sci-fi for my taste, based on the previous films especially. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie anyway. They proved it shouldn't, it, or rather, it should be pretty hard to screw up giant monkey fights, giant lizard. I gave it a 7.7. Uh, Godzilla, you know, is very close to my heart too. Uh, we've talked, you know, we've got oh, yeah. length about this film now and the other films. Uh, yeah. It's very much a Godzilla film, by the way. 
Like just compared to the Japanese films, yeah, yeah, you think, yeah, nothing. It's not as maybe it's not as egregious, honestly, in a lot of parts, of right? It. But you know, hey, listen, it's a fun film. Seven out of ten. Cool. My next movie was Stowaway. Um, though there are endless good things I could say about the look of this movie, the story takes a very interesting space thriller concept and does what feels like very little with it uh, before delivering a lackluster finale. Uh, having loved Pina. Penna? I'm not sure how to pr- pronounce uh, the pasta. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> um, the guy who directed Arctic. I really liked. I really liked that movie. Uh, I had higher expectations for this film, but that said, I'm still up for seeing whatever else he has to offer. <laughs> Don't joke. <laughs> the pasta. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this movie was directed by Pasta. Um, my next movie was Mortal Kombat. Ninety Shock Five. Didn't make the top five. I can't five. believe it. Um, a mixture of good and bad with a tilt towards good. Lots of fun to be had while watching, but the games are honestly functioning as better movies these days. Didn't care at all about the main character, but the fights made up for it. I gave it a 6.5. Uh, <laughs> of course, I also watched this film because, you know, I've, got, I've, got, I've really gotten into Mortal Kombat recently. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Get, get into the, the, the story of it. It's, it's a lot of the fun. The lore. The lore. Yeah, there we go. Oh, Lord. Um, my, <laughs> my little notes are uh, get rid of Cole Young and just give us the Mortal Kombat characters we love. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> 7 out of 10. <laughs> my next movie was Amazon Primes Without Remorse. Uh, Michael B. Jordan does the best he can with uh, what he's given and is the only reason I watched this. Some great action sequences, but uh, kind of a boring story. Maybe I would have liked this more when I was 15. I uh, gave it a five. Okay, so we're, gonna, we're not going to have uh, the same movie for a little bit here. <laughs> Looks like <laughs> it's very possible. Uh, I was wondering if like, most of your movies would end up being like in December or something. but um, They're kind of spread they're out. They're kind of spread out, yeah. Noticing that. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I was taking I was taking a water break yeah. there. My next movie is Wrath of Man. Uh, interesting, but a bit dull. I love Guy Ritchie and Jason Statham, but this was probably lower on their list of outings together. I gave that a one of five as well. Uh, my next movie was In the Heights. I talked about this one on the podcast already, but it's a very good musical with excellent presentation. I gave it a seven point six. So I this would be actually in your in your top five. So I, I just get oh yeah, you assumed yeah, I just yeah. assumed okay. So uh, it was okay. It wasn't too big into some of the music. Uh, the story kind of felt a little bit forced in some places. Mm-hmm. I liked uh, I liked most of the characters, and I but I just couldn't get into the musical numbers themselves. Sure. Um, I give this a six point five. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, my next movie was Fatherhood. Kevin Hart leads a solid dramedy about being a single parent after his wife passes away in childbirth. I was fifty fifty on if I'd watch it, but I liked it way more than expected. So kudos to everyone involved. I gave it a seven point five. My next film is Batman The Long Halloween, uh, parts one and two. So if you're looking to watch a Batman film with a little bit of everything, this is the pair to watch. Uh, And the icing on the cake is it actually works. A solid Batman animated film and honestly probably the best animated film I watched this year. It's nice to see Warner Brothers backing animated films for adults. I gave them collectively a 7.8. So I'm like a huge sucker for like Batman recently. And this is just a really cool story. You know, it's a very fascinating way to kind of present some of the known villains. Yes. Uh, part one is definitely a stronger film than part two, but part two won't leave you dissatisfied either. If I broke down the films into two separate ones, it would be a, a different score for each. Great film, fun story. Uh, I gave it an eight out of ten. Okay. 
My next movie was Netflix's Fear Street Part 1, 1994. Um, a loose adaptation of R.L. Stein's novel series that delivers a pretty fun Scream-esque horror flick. Uh, definitely a film by horror fans that just wanted to, wa uh, to make something cool. And the fun they had really shows. Don't know if I'll follow up on the other two parts. I didn't uh, of the trilogy, but I enjoyed this one enough on its own. I gave it a seven. Yeah, like R.L. Stein's like somebody that like everyone, especially our age group. Oh yeah, uh, read. Oh sure, yeah. So that 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 that's I mean that, that's a good thing. Right? They'll make you go and watch it. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know if you like if you like uh, that general type of thing if you like. If you're if you're a '90s nostalgic, if you like horror movies, you'll probably enjoy it. Um, so, my next movie was Closed for Storm, the story of Six Flags New Orleans after it was destroyed by Hurricane Katrina. I had been looking forward to this documentary since it was announced a year or two ago, as this was a story I was very interested in. Uh, since all I've seen of the remains of the park were shot by urban explorers who snuck in, the concept of a high-quality shoot throughout the park was very intriguing. Uh, however, the story runs a little thin over the feature length runtime of the documentary. That said, if someone had never heard of the story or seen the images of the park, this is probably the film to watch. I uh, gave it a six. My next film was Space Jam A New Legacy. This also wasn't in my top five, Chris. I can't believe um, it. <laughs> I actually can't believe I watched this movie. Um, while nowhere near as good uh, nowhere near as good as the first movie, this one uh, was not nearly as bad as people made it out to be. The Looney Tunes feel like an afterthought in many ways, which was incredibly disappointing. That said, it's a cute little family movie and it was worth watching the one time. I gave it a five. Oh, so there was a five in there at least. Yeah. <laughs> Not top five. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I watched it too. I, uh, it was pretty disappointing. I tried my best to not compare it to the first Space Jam. <laughs> It's kind of hard it's, not to. Yeah. It, it, it's hard Especially not when to. they keep throwing the first one in your face. Yeah, it's too. like, oh yeah, by the way, we did the thing, but also we maybe didn't. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Don't make LeBron James act again. 5.5 out of 10. Spare the man. He's Apparently, a great basketball player, by the way. He wants to He's fantastic. Yeah, I, I think I think it's LeBron James who wants to who really wants to produce a Friday the 13th movie. Let him do it. Yeah. Let him do it. He has I, the money. Go ahead. Yeah, man. I'm sure he's if he's enough of a fan to want to do it, I'm he's enough of a fan to produce that movie. So let, let him have it, Victor Miller. Come on, don't be a dick. But please, yeah, please don't act in it. <laughs> My next movie was uh, Woodstock 99, Peace, Love, and Rage. A look at the disaster that was Woodstock 99. It seems to be a pretty good source of info on the subject and covered a lot of the ground I was hoping for. <laughs> Should have stopped at 94, y'all. When did I write this? Uh, <laughs> I gave it a six. Now, the question, though, is, you know, uh, did as many people claim to go to Woodstock 99 as <laughs> Woodstock? <laughs> Everyone had to go to Woodstock, apparently, but only, like, what, half uh, as a 500,000 people lived right. <laughs> Then again, it lasted forever. So. It did, that's true. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> they siphoned in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, my next movie was Death Alley. A locally made Western film about the infamous Dalton gang. The first half the first half is a little slow, but the film really begins to pick up once the robbery gets going. Uh, it's worth a look. I gave it a seven. My next movie was Val. Val Kilmer takes a retrospective look at his life and current condition. It's a sad documentary to be sure and worth a watch if you have time to kill. Uh, nice behind the scenes looks at some of his big films. I gave it a seven. My next movie was another documentary called Count Me In. 
a nice background watch. Several great drummers talk about their experiences, how they got into music, and what they love about it. Plenty of fun to be had. I gave it a 6.5. My next film, another documentary. Uh, Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. A good doc about the life and legacy of Bob Ross that goes into some of the shady dealings with his namesake after his death. Only shame is now I feel guilty about some of the merchandise I own. I gave it a 7. <laughs> um, of course, I had to watch this too. Um, and it's such a sad and happy film. Yeah. Uh, was not expecting a lot of what it revealed. Uh, still, yes. you know, I still love Bob Ross's work, obviously. Um, I will absolutely fall asleep to his show again. <laughs> 8 out of 10. His show is 10 out of 10, by the way. Yeah, I do recommend, yes. <laughs> I do recommend, yeah. Um, my next film is Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms. I wanted to say Battle for the Realms. Maybe a little too ambitious for its own good. Uh, this one tries to pack in a little more than it really could handle. Uh, still a pretty great and fun watch. Uh, not quite as good as Scorpion's Revenge. I just kind of settled on a six. Uh, for me, it was incredibly disappointing after the awesome Scorpion Mortal Kombat Legends film. I was disappointed by how they portrayed various characters and introduced into this film and then subsequently killed off. Yeah. Um, overall, a real shame. Uh, for me, it was a five out of ten. We're gonna we're gonna start. We we've done it before. We're gonna throw in like limited series. Um, so this one's Turning Point, nine eleven, and the War on Terror. Um, a very in depth look at the nine eleven tragedy in the wake of problems it left to be resolved for the following twenty years. Watched through this the day of, and it was definitely engaging. I could see this being the definitive source for some people, as I learned quite a bit here. Uh, I gave it a 7.5. Let's stay on 9-11, though, shall we? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> my, my next film is called Worth. Um, this is a film about the team tasked with creating a, go a government payout to the victims of the tragedy. The first half is definitely stronger than the last, and it definitely runs in circles for a little bit near the middle. But overall, a decent drama. I gave it a 7.5. My next film is Straight Out of Nowhere, Scooby-Doo meets Courage the Cowardly Dog. I was worried I wouldn't end up enjoying this uh, based on like some of the trailers I saw, but I obviously had to watch it. However, this was clearly made by fans of both properties. They had a ton of fun as a result, and it was a ton of fun to watch as a result. Uh, there were a few how-do-you-do-fellow-kids type moments, but they don't weigh the movie down too much. I do hope this means that we get to see more of Courage in the future, since Dilworth is probably more than willing to help make it happen. Uh, it was also nice to hear Thea White as Muriel one last time. So I gave that one a 7.5. My next movie is The Eyes of Tammy Faye. The acting here is pretty damn good, but the real stars here are the makeup artists uh, who transformed them into these people. If they don't get an Oscar nod, they were robbed. I gave the movie itself a 6.7. Uh, um, my next movie is Prisoners of the Ghostland. Um... My expectations weren't super high, but a weird dystopian samurai western starring Nick Cage and Bill Mosley had me thinking it would be a little bit more entertaining. It was incredibly well shot and the production design was top tier, but the story left me a little underwhelmed. I gave it a five. Um, my next one was another Netflix documentary uh, called Britney vs. Spears. Respectfully handles many of the details of the case and does a good job telling the story. However, the documentarians decided to insert themselves into the story in the tackiest of fashions, really blowing it for the integrity of this movie. I ended up giving it a five. My next movie was The Guilty. 
This movie ruined my night and I loved it. <laughs> an excellent thriller about a 911 operator trying to save an abducted woman and her family uh, had me on the edge of my seat and confirms that this is a thankless job that I would never want. I gave it an eight. This is like you, did you add this to your list after I, after I watched yes. it? Okay, yeah, yeah, you told me about this. One. Um, this is one of my favorite. This has one of my favorite actors in it. Um, this is a remake of another of a film like made a couple years back. Also yeah, called it was, Guilty. It was like a international. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal again remains one of my favorite actors. Uh, he's always showing his incredible range with this film being no different. Mm-hmm. Very interesting film. Cool way to make a movie during COVID. Uh, especially with the director apparently uh, having to direct from a van. Yeah. <laughs> across the street. Um, it's an eight out of ten. Nice. My next movie was Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales, a fun little special that honestly offers more answers to questions than the actual movies sometimes. Um, not as good as the Christmas one that we got last year, but I gave it a seven. It's incredible the fact that like if you had told somebody that one of us had watched a Lego Star Wars movie, who would they have picked? <laughs> it would not have been you, I don't think. <laughs> And it wasn't me, by the way, because I didn't watch this film. My next movie is a movie you did watch uh, called Muppets Haunted Mansion. Sad to say, I was a little disappointed with this one. It's a shame because we can uh, we can clearly still do great Muppet material as evidenced by the uh, 2011 film and the subsequent television series. I ended up giving this one a four. Really? Wow, that low. Okay. Um, I did not like it. Goodness. I'm always a fan of the Muppets. Uh, this was a, for me as a fun film, but not one of the best ones. Still enjoyable because it's the Muppets. Mm-hmm. Um, I love I mean, everyone loves all yeah. the characters. Come on, uh, I can easily understand why people weren't uh, too into it, though. For me, it was a seven out of ten. Okay. My next movie was Halloween Kills, another movie that escaped my top five. Um, a great sequel to the 2018 film, a grade A slasher flick as far as kills go. But maybe a little lacking in the story department compared to the predecessor. I gave it an 8. I am now 0 for 2, by the way, in naming your top 5. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I still can't believe that, that I actually found a horror series I like. Uh, Michael Myers is back. It's fantastic. It's a lot of fun. Uh, 7 out of 10. Sweet. My next movie was Dune. A solid sci-fi fantasy movie. It wasn't quite my cup of tea, but had so much to offer to anyone who was into it. A mix of mostly great performances with a few awful standouts. Uh, the directing is superb, as is the score. Everyone was at the top of their uh, everyone was at the top of their game for this. I gave it a seven point six. Okay. Um, hey man, I don't make the I don't make the rules here. <laughs> <laughs> I know two that are in your top five now. You might know one of mine. Um. my next movie is last night in soho a story of a girl born in the wrong generation a pretty good thriller film at times held back by its frustrating movie logic at the end of the day it's very well shot and the act is and the acting services the film well if you're like me and find edgar wright a little hit or miss uh this one might be worth a try i gave it an eight this one that would the person was like going like back in time or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. it's like there's like flashback, see, uh, like in her dreams. It's it's hard to describe. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I've never seen that. I was like, I was like, I don't know if this is something I want to watch. You said you're gonna watch, and I was like, Yeah. Ah, I had someone I'll who was see. like pretty like pretty hyped to see it, and I was like, Ah, I can ride that hype train. I'll yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. I was waiting for your yeah. <laughs> your review, honestly. <laughs> um, my next movie was the final words of World War Two. 
Um, caught this documentary at a film festival and enjoyed it quite a bit. Great use of footage and editing with uh, some interesting stories from veterans of that era. I gave it a 6.5. Once again, if you would ask somebody. <laughs> <laughs> there's a World, the World War II, II documentary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next movie was Passing. Uh, vaguely interesting concept that was visually executed very well, making it a decent period piece. Uh, the story, on the other hand, became extremely dull and repetitive uh, without a whole lot to say beyond the surface. Probably would have made a better short film. I gave it a four. Uh, my next movie was Red Notice. This is definitely a movie I watched. <laughs> I laughed multiple times, but to say it was mem a memorable experience would be a stretch. I know there was a gold egg. I know who was in it. I've more or less forgotten the rest of the movie. I gave it a 5.5. This was on my list for a long time. Then, like, I think uh, I saw something from it. And I was like, you know what? I'm not sure if I'm interested in this It wasn't worth film. it. Yeah. Yeah. I keep seeing advertisements for it. Though. I keep seeing, like, they are marketing they are the hell out of this thing. It, yeah. It's like, man, is it really that good? Or are they just, like, hoping to God someone else watches the, the it? Scene, like, the scene <laughs> Netflix uses for, um, like, the, the, the preview. preview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's pretty funny. And it, it, I was like, ah, you know, I like uh ryan reynolds in the rock like i'll jump in and yeah i mean you know i mean if you if you have absolutely nothing else to do you'll probably find it amusing uh, my next movie was rocky four rocky versus drago talked about it on the podcast i gave it a seven. Oh, for three no i'm just joking I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know um you and I love just about every Rocky film. It seems like, oh um, yeah, except for except for know, that one, except for that one. Um, I I unironic, unironically love Rocky Four. It's cheesy, it's silly, but it's just a cool way to. Uh... Oh, sorry. These are typed, by the way. <laughs> it's I can't talk. That's the problem. So I can't speak. <laughs> How many do overs have I had? Yeah. You, you guys don't know. <laughs> It's cheesy, it's silly, but, you know, this is just a cool way to kind of decrease some of the bad with the director's cut. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that some of my, uh, one of my favorite characters uh, role had to be truncated. Yeah. But, hey, you know what? Still, it's a 7 out of 10. Cool, cool. Uh, my next movie was another documentary called Jagged. A nice little documentary about... An <laughs> Tim Allen? <laughs> <laughs> A nice little documentary about Alanis Morissette and a, with a specific focus on her hit album, Jagged Little Pill, which has always been a favorite of mine. It serves up enough of an inside look at the album itself, uh, goes into what got her there, but meanders a little more than expected on the associated tour. Um, I don't really know what I would have changed, but it's good enough. I gave it a 7.5. I expected you to say this was a documentary about Jag. <laughs> <laughs> This is a, <laughs> That's a dumb joke. This is a, a documentary about things that are jagged, uh, like triangles. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, my next movie was Netflix's The Power of the Dog. Um, another great-looking movie with a story that ultimately felt aimless in the end. Uh, don't know what I expected, but I didn't receive it. I gave it a four. That's a shame. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Okay. Yeah. So not on my list then. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, if you're looking to be bored, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're looking to be, it's it's like it's kind of like watching um, There Will Be Blood, except something eventually happens in There Will Be Blood. It makes it all worth it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like halfway through that movie, you're like, oh, this is why I watched that first two hours. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
So my next movie is The Unforgiven, a decent thriller where it may not give you everything you want out of it. It delivers plenty of good moments to make it worth uh, the time of watching it. I gave it a 7.5. Sandra Bullock? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I first forgot. Oh, my God. I, I was thinking about the, uh, the Angelina Jolie one. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> totally yeah. different. <laughs> totally different, apparently. <laughs> my next movie. You're about to be 0 for 4, I think. Um, <laughs> my next movie is Spider-Man No Way Home. No, I never thought okay. that was. No, okay. I'm also by the so I'm, so I'm still for two, by the way. Okay. Like, I was not serious about the other one. <laughs> oh, the third one you thought it was going to be yeah, was yeah, Red yeah, Notice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, this is my first MCU movie in the cinema since Iron Man 3. Actually, a lot of people listening to this might be surprised. Um, I would have seen this one eventually regardless because of the villain lineup we all knew about, but I was watching for leaks like a hawk to make it worth buying a ticket for myself in spite of the fact that seeing a Marvel movie with Marvel fans is an insufferable experience. It was a very good flick and the best work Holland has done with Spider-Man. Defoe takes his already great performance as the Green Goblin and tops it beyond belief, bringing elements from the comics slightly touched on in the first outing and bringing them to new heights. The MCU did Spider-Man justice here. I gave it an eight. And for me, it was easily the best Tom Holland film, uh, uh, Spider-Man film. (laughs) (laughs) Period. (laughs) Period. That's it. Ever. (laughs) Spider-Man film. Uh, Really nailed it with a lot of the characters and the right way to play on nostalgia. Uh, Eight out of ten. My next movie was Nightmare Alley. I saw it the same day. It came out the same day. There were four people in the theater. Um, (laughs) Del Toro brings his usual visual flair and puts it very well on display here. However, the story seems to change directions three or four times before landing on a sort of lackluster concept that is performed and directed well, but didn't quite give me what I was hoping for. I gave it a 6.8. My next movie is Being the Ricardos. Uh, don't have much to say. This may hit better for uh, fans of Lucille, or maybe worse, considering she's kind of played as a creep here. Uh, not one of Sorkin's best, but he does a great job nonetheless. I gave it a six. Uh, my next movie was uh, Beanie Mania, <laughs> a documentary on the Beanie Baby craze that follows some of the influential collectors and creators who supported the rise. Definitely an interesting summarization. I gave it a six. Let me ask you, how many did you have? Uh, I don't know. More than I could probably count. <laughs> no, sorry. How many did your parents buy you? Like, not necessarily that you had. Oh, they, they weren't, they, they didn't buy into the investment thing. <laughs> I can, I can give them that at least. Um, my next movie was Don't Look Up. The actors and overall direction are good. Uh, there are many fragments of this film that I really liked. However, I was very let down by the movie as a whole. Um, I think I'm sick of the on the nose parallels to our current political climate as the humor fell incredibly flat for me when it's all said and done. It feels a little masturbatory and honestly a little sick, uh, a little cynical for even my tastes. Uh, I gave it a 7.5. And then my last movie I saw this year outside of my top five was a journal for Jordan. Uh, this movie was on my watch list all year and I constantly had to remind myself why. I saw Michael B. Jordan starring in a film directed by Denzel Washington, and I knew I had to see it. So I didn't watch a trailer or read a synopsis. Turned out to be a nice romance movie. Uh, Might not have seen it under other circumstances, um, but all worth it to hear three women simultaneously get audibly aroused over a shot of Michael B. Jordan in his underwear. Um, I gave it a six. 
I should have watched this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, giant on the silver screen. There's his buttocks. Ah, there we go. Uh, You, I, I say three women, but three women and one me. Yeah. Um. (laughs) So uh, that's uh, uh, yeah. You, you take it away, Chris. All right. Uh, starting all going go all the way back to the beginning of the year, all the way to to March. Not that far back. Yeah. All right. Uh. Mine starts off really bad. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's the South Park vaccination. Vaccination. Oh, my God. I'm leaving. <laughs> Goodbye. Vaccination. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Mine's the South Park vaccination special. Absolute trash. Why did I watch this? Three out of ten. Oh, shit. <laughs> Two sentences. You know, <laughs> all you honestly, need. like talk about just like trying so hard to be relevant but proving how out of touch you are yeah yeah i no need no need to watch it no my next one was uh zach snyder's justice league technically it's better than the theatrical version uh it's way better than uh i'm zach snyder i'm Zack Snyder did a better job than Joss Whedon did directing this film. The characters actually kind of felt like the characters that you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, still not great. Uh, six out of ten. The actual version was like a one. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, five points improvement. Still pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not bad. Next one is Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway. Unless you're a fan of the series, this film won't do nothing for you. It's a really cool story taking place well after the end of the original show. I'm always a sucker for Gundam. 7.5 out of ten. Cool. I was wondering for like half the year if this is gonna be my top five or not. I was like, wonder like it just gotta be like a like a nine yeah. in there somewhere, yeah. right? God, I hope there's <laughs> better than a seven point. <laughs> yeah. But it started off not so great on some yeah. some parts. Okay, anyway, uh, the Suicide Squad uh, does actually have a the in there apparently. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. That's how you differentiate. That's how you differentiate yeah. the two. James Gunn did it. He made me like all the characters from Suicide Squad. Absolutely incredible. 7.5 out of 10. Nice. I considered watching it. You know, honestly, like I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit down. I'll watch a few minutes of it, see how it goes. It starts, it starts off really incredibly. And it just kind of keeps going from there. James Gunn just has a sense of humor yeah. that I can really appreciate. Because <laughs> like, you, you, were, you were a fan of James Gunn like, well before uh, Guardians of Guardians the Galaxy, Galaxy came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. It's been disappointing that he's done all superhero movies <laughs> because yeah. I'm like, oh, these aren't really my cup of tea most of the time. <laughs> Although, like, you know, I might give I might give his Suicide Squad a watch, and I'm I'm still not opposed to watching the first Guardians of the Galaxy at least. Yeah. Next up is Free Guy. Uh, I guess we both watched a Ryan Reynolds film this year. We sure did. Uh, both that, co- both comedies. Yeah. Um, although I think my mine actually might be better. Thankfully. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Okay. I watched it on the whim. A lot of fun. Spent a like, huge amount of time talking about how good looking Ron Reynolds is. Fair enough. It's <laughs> produced by him. Produced by, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen again. Like I said, they're not wrong. I recommend it as a fun film to sit back and enjoy. Uh, seven out of ten. I remember you kind of like on the fence on like oh like yeah that no it's like gonna be like I, I the the trailers are uh, awful yeah um they did this thing no justice whatsoever but I heard like a couple people that I, I actually trust their opinions on a lot of their, a lot of films and I was like you know what I'm just gonna I just I'll just watch a little bit of it and I I watched the whole thing and I was pleasantly surprised cool uh, next one is Shang Chi 
definitely one of the best MCU films that they've made. Very original and actually uh, different. Um, this important point, by the way, remember the, the uh, different part mm-hmm. for later on. Okay. Uh, fun story and cast memorable characters. Eight out of ten. I thought this would be my top five. Like I was, I was certain this would be. My oh top wow, five. cool! But it actually got kicked would out. You, would you recommend it for me? Uh, yeah, yeah, cool. Honestly, I honestly I would. Yeah, um, it's like I said, it's a lot. It's 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 so it, like it's, it's so out of left field as far as like a choice for like one of their feature films that like it it like I I wasn't sure what to think of. It. I'm I'm honestly like not that knowledgeable about Shang Chi. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, I'm gonna cut this on the podcast, but like um. He doesn't fight uh, an evil Chunchi in this. Yeah, just that's, so you know. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> just, just so you know. Um, next up is No Time to Die. Would be a great Mel Gear Solid film, but not necessarily a great Bond film. Oh, okay. Had some very interesting concepts and ideas that never happened in a Bond film, and I hope to God never happen again. Okay. Okay. And one of them is one that like it's not necessarily a bad thing, by the way. Yeah. But they can only pull it. You can only do this one time, and you can get away with it. Yeah. But that's it. Uh, it took a while to digest the film, but this is a score that came away, away with, which was a seven out of ten. That was another one I wanted to watch, but like by the time it finally came out, I was like, eh. yeah. I also just like I haven't seen Skyfall or Spectre yet. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like you know, I could I could just get a summary on Spectre, but I want to watch Skyfall. Oh so. yeah, yeah, definitely. This That's... is on this is on my watch later list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skyfalls. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Now, I remember the part where I said, remember the original part? Yeah, yes, I did, uh, yes. Eternals. <laughs> Worst MCU film to date. <laughs> I cannot believe I sat through this thinking it would improve. I was hoping that's for something... I was hoping for something... I was hoping for something special and got this instead. The director is like very talented, but her talents were wasted on a boring story. 4.5 out of 10. Oh, I mean, we both watched movies by her. Yeah. And uh, my mine was worse. <laughs> yeah. What's well, like that thing is again like the, the, I haven't seen I haven't seen anything else she's done. Like so. I think they said they're like oh it's a, it's an original film. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to laugh when you hear this next one. All right. Tick tick boom. Okay. Not my top 5. Okay. Very surprised that it wasn't, by the way. Andrew Garfield is quickly becoming one of my favorite actors. The man does some great work. This story was absolutely deserving of being told. Uh, great work all around. Again, very surprised this wasn't in my top five. Uh, eight out of ten. When I watched it, I was like, ah, oh, top five, no problem. Yeah. Easy. It's a lock. It's a lock. Nope. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, apparently. <laughs> I just not saying that. <laughs> Next movie was Ghostbusters Afterlife. Excellent way to represent the original series, all the while being its own thing. The cast was great. The actors are really good. Also, I've become like a bit of a sucker for uh, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Um. Hey, what can I say? It's an eight out of ten. Cool. Uh, that's another one where like I was kind of, you know, the trailers looked good, but like, y- you know, I I think I even said all the way back on our Ghostbusters podcast, I was like. I don't. I don't think I want to see another Ghostbusters movie, and I've heard enough good things that I'm probably going to give this one a shot. I didn't get the chance to, as far as like I really wanted to see it in a cinema, but I've I, I missed my chance, and I'll just wait until it comes out to rent and uh, give it a shot. Then I know another one of your top five films now. By the way, uh huh, King Richard. Such a great performance by Will Smith. I hope he keeps this up. He has uh, 
he has far too much talent for it to be wasted on some of the films that he's been doing. Eight out of ten. The Suicide Squad without the V being one of them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, was, oh yeah, he was. Yeah, I guess he wasn't that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think I I can already tell we share one as well. Okay, nice. I uh, get back. Lots of boring in between, uh, interesting <laughs> segments. It's cool to have this footage, but it's like watching grass grow quite a few many times. Uh, Six point five out of ten. I. I feel like I probably would have watched because I thought cause I sent you the trailer for this one, and I remember thinking like, it's "Oh, all this, your fault. This is going to be a movie. Yeah, like, this is going to yeah, be a yeah. really fun behind the scenes yeah. movie. Yeah, and it's like a three part, like six hours of yeah. No thanks. Like I said, there's like two segments that are like fantastic. Mm-hmm. Two and a half. Yeah. Then involves a Yoko. I actually, I actually liked. Can't believe it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can but, believe it being interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> got two more left by the way cool Matrix Resurrection worst movie I've seen all year I like the Matrix movies and I and the story this is just absolute garbage <laughs> just total trash uh, 2 out of 10 I can, write, I can write a dissertation of how bad this film was <laughs> which is only disappointing because it has Neil Patrick Harris in it in a role that should have been great the last thing I watched this year uh, rather, the last movie on my list this year is World War II in Color, Road to Victory, a documentary series. Uh, it's very American-oriented. If you're looking for something that uh, showcases more of the war, this probably isn't for you. It contains some new info that I wasn't aware of, but overall it's still an okay look at the war. You'll definitely want to be a bit more familiar with World War II than uh, what you learned in class while watching this. This is a follow-up to World War II in Color. like, Or is it made by the same people? I actually didn't look that up, honestly, but I assume it's probably the same company. Um, I mean, it has this subtitle to it. Right. But, um, you know, I guess if you watch the first, that first one there, you might understand you might some stuff. But like, there's some, the there's some like, it's like, wait, where, where are we at? In, sure. In, yeah. But it's the deep cuts. Yeah. Uh, this needs to be a little deeper. <laughs> uh, seven out of 10. Cool. 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 Uh, do you, do you have like any movies that, um, you wanted to see but didn't uh end up seeing any um, leftovers i mean we, we just got a couple movies like during, when you're mm-hmm. doing your list there but besides those not really i i had a few oh I no had, i did have one straight uh, kingsman but i was like i was like you know i don't feel like paying yeah. for it <laughs> yeah 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 um there yeah, there were a lot of them that just like like the availability of them was like just really awkward um so i didn't end up seeing them or like i just wasn't you know like f9 uh, you know I'm, I haven't done my catch up with that movie yet. So. I totally forgot about the fact that F9 came out. Yeah, that too. Yeah. I, I also just kept forgetting it existed. Um, there was another Andrew Garfield movie called Mainstream. Um, I saw every, I saw except for this one, I saw every movie that he was in this year. Um, and then I had Pig, The Father, um, Ghostbusters Afterlife, and then Come On, Come On, and then No Time to Die um roundup i don't i i I went ahead and i did this because i was keeping track throughout uh i i highlighted like in color i color-coded my list to like (laughs) uh say what service things were on or like where i watched it or whatever um here's some of my year-end totals i watched 20 netflix films eight films on hbo max uh one on hulu uh four amazon uh prime movies 
three on Disney+, Plus, 12 documentaries, seven animated films, and seven movies in the cinema. It's been an interesting year. We actually kept this pretty short. I, I, I expected this first part to go over an hour. Um, it can go over an hour. So how's your we, day? Yeah. <laughs> how does this water taste? Oh, it's very uh, clear. It's uh, it's purified drinking water. Uh, it's been enhanced with minerals. Um. So anyway, I'm sorry, <laughs> if you want more exciting... Uh, discussions like this stay tuned for part two where we will be going into our top five films of the year which we have not talked about uh during this part here um that'll be i think coming out like right after this one and i think these are both coming out at the same day so uh just stay tuned and uh we'll, we'll, we'll see you in part two listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. For updates on this show and their other projects, get your parents' permission to go to IlluminationCinema.com.